Good afternoon. This is the Tomorrow Christian Today, reading Numbers 3 in the NLT. But first and always, we pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for teaching from the uh, from YouTube, Lord. Thank you for um, your word in many languages that even simple people like myself and many translations, many languages, simple people like myself can understand. Help that we may glorify you. We bring a, a sacrifice of praise to you, Lord. Even with the simple podcast, we pray that we may glorify you. And anything that's said, Lord, just from my two cents opinion, Lord, that you don't like, please forgive. I ask in the name of Christ. Amen. My friends, I'm just listening to this David Pawson guy in numbers. So he has the YouTube, right? They have YouTube and the numbers. He's got all of the Old Testament, all of the New Testament. I'm listening to him doing numbers. Honestly, what he talks about numbers, I had no clue. Like this man is so far above me, like his intellect and his hum humility and just the, just the class. Like he's talking about, you know, all the tribes around the sanctuary, what we talked about in one of the first two chapters there. You know, the Levites were kind of protecting the sanctuary, uh, protecting the sanctuary, the ark. And then it was the tribes going from anti-clockwise in the order. And then he was also talking about how they are, there's a certain order that how God did. And I sort of suspected that, but he added so much more. And he says, you know, numbers is about cleanliness, about costliness, and about being careful. Because God is in, the, in your camp. And when God's in the camp, that we should be more of those things. Why? Because because God is holy. And he says that in our increasing culture, we just have this push towards casual. And he says, you know, we're just, ca we just, we're just casual. We just casually start worship. You know, he says, we're not careful. We're not, we have to remember that God is holy. And I'm thinking, I'm just doing a podcast, reading out the NLT, kind of spewing out my two, two cents. And it sounds even casual to me. It just sounds like maybe I should just give up. Not because he's wrong, because he's right. Like we're just way too casual with God. Like I'm just hearing this. Like I think you should just don't even listen to me anymore. Just, just respectfully, I'm, I'm kind of kidding with you, but not just go away, listen to this man on YouTube. Honestly, just I'm pointing to a greater teacher. If I have one talent that I'm trying to grow here, this man was given 50 by God. He started off with 50. Like everything he says, if he was to say something like this in church today, I, I swear he'd, he'd cause a riot. This, this would cause a riot. People would be sitting in church, just, you know, we're just whatever, 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 just being really casual about how we talk and our carefreeness and our carefree attitude and woo, you know, and they would just be convicted and they was like, I'm not gonna listen to this guy anymore, it's too judgmental. You know what, I didn't hear any judgmental snobberiness coming from this guy. I heard a lot of love and I heard a lot of preparation and I heard a lot of intellect and I heard a lot of education and I heard a lot of, you know, just pristine thought. I, I don't know how else to say, clean, pristine, educated, intellectual, humble, meek, kind, I'm just hearing this from this man. So I'm really taken by him. And listening to how he talks about numbers and how I talk about numbers, reading the NLT and just sort of going through it without any real prep. Like, you know, I don't, I, I just can't, it's like comparing apples and oranges, you know? So I know you don't have, you may not have time to listen to him, but in all honesty, now there is a man that was really 
touched by the Spirit of God. I can only hope to point my finger upwards to, to Jesus and uh, way down below Jesus because we're all sinners, but even up is this man, this, this David Pawson. These, these people from yesteryear, yesterday, who were such Bible teachers, who were so educated, so classy, so clean, you know, um, just their whole approach was just, today we're just like, whatever. We're just like, yeah, okay, God, I'll come and I'll grace you with my presence. God is our father. He cares about us. He is, but he's our manager too. And he has very high standards and he has given us grace. Jesus had to have a perfect life in order to die to give us grace. That's as high as it gets. And when I think about the people you know, where I came from, you know, just surrendering themselves, not even giving Jesus a chance, but just going with somebody else and sort of glomming on to the Sabbath as if hanging the Sabbath around your neck is going to score you points with God. It ain't. It ain't. Of course, it's good to be clean and disciplined. And, and they did have that going for them, I gotta say. But clean, whether you're religious or whether you're sloppy, whatever you are, if you don't have Jesus 100%, you're never going to change and you're never going to grow. Let's read. This is the family line of Aaron and Moses as we recorded when the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai. The names of Aaron's sons were Nadab, the oldest, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. These sons of Aaron were anointed and ordained to minister as priests. But Nadab and Abihu died in the Lord's presence in the wilderness of Sinai when they burned before the Lord the wrong kind of fire. It almost sounds like they, they decided they wanted to worship their way, theology their way. Sort of like no attention to real details, what God put down. We're going to do it our way. It kind of sounds what David Poston is saying. We want to do it our way. And he says, be careful, be clean, and it's going to cost you. And don't be casual and carefree in front of God. So it says, when they burned before the Lord the wrong kind of fire, different than what he had commanded. Since they had no sons, this left only Eleazar and Ithamar to serve as priests with their father Aaron. It must have been very painful for Aaron. Nobody wants to bury your children. Then the Lord said to Moses, Call for the tribe of Levi and present them to Aaron, the priest to serve as his assistants. They will serve Aaron and the whole community, performing their sacred duties. In and around the tabernacle, they will also maintain all the furnishings of the sacred tent, serving in the tabernacle on behalf of all the Israelites. Assign the Levites to Aaron and his sons. They have been given from among all the people of Israel to serve as their assistants. Appoint Aaron and his sons to carry out the duties of the priesthood. But any authorized person who goes too near the sanctuary must be put to death. So, he, you know, Mr. Pawson is saying, you know, we bring a sacrifice to God. You know, whether, you know, they brought a sacrifice to God. You know, the, the priest did. We bring a sacrifice. We bring Jesus. But what are we doing that costs us? He says, you know, it's not like you come to worship and you may bring a prophecy or a poem or something. He says, we should all do that. Now, now, we all don't. I mean, people don't get up and do a special music in the Baptist church. They don't get up and read a poem. It's just a praise music. It's a prayer. Then it's a sermon. It's very simple. But I wonder sometimes that like, people just come to church and they're just going to sit there passively. 
We don't have a Sunday school in our church. We can't seem to get that off the ground. Very disappointing as I really enjoyed teaching and being part of Sabbath school. I did think, I did try to think. People don't want to come earlier. And when we did move it to 10 o'clock because another church came with us, there were people complaining and said, oh, I'm, I'm old, you know. It's like, I, I honestly don't care if you're old. I'm old too. Take some caffeine tablets, go to bed earlier, um, eat less carbohydrates. Uh, the morning, the, 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 the evening before. So you get up a little bit hungry and a little bit, you know, we got some growth hormones surging through your body at night. Okay. We don't want to, insulin is kind of your enemy the older you get. You do need carbs, but you want to stay insulin sensitive, not insulin resistant. Okay. If you, if you're a guy and you got a belly, you've become insulin resistant and you're probably going to get high blood pressure problems too. Plus the fact you don't look good. It's kind of a turn off when you look like you have a pillow uh, be below your chest. You need to fix that. Okay, pronto, stat. Okay, we're all getting old. I'm getting old. I, I, I actually kind of fasting more. I'm actually stronger in the gym, but I don't get a pump because I'm not getting all the carbs. I'm not getting all the insulin, but you know what? I don't need to impress any ladies. They're not to impress me with me when I was 20 or 30. And my wife said goodbye to me. So you know what? The only person I need to impress is God. On the day I struck down all the firstborn sons of the Egyptians, I set apart for myself all the firstborn in Israel, both of people and of animals. They are mine. I am the Lord. Wow. Like it's not like I may be Lord. Hey, I'm just letting you know I'm, I'm God. I'm just, hey, I hope, you, hope you're okay with this. He just flat out says he is the Lord. God is holy. David Pawson says, we forgot God's holiness. We forgot. That's what sets him apart from everything else. He's holy. The Holy Bible, that's come from God. The Holy Angels, they were made holy by being in God's presence. The Holy Christ, Jesus has been made holy by being uh, surrounded by the Holy Spirit of his Father. If we're holy saints, the holiness is not coming from us. It's coming from, um, it's coming from God and nobody should be praying to no saints. People die, you ain't be praying to no saints. You be praying to, to, to the one saint, Saint Jesus the Christ period and not bowing down and kissing anybody's hand or anybody's ring you're not bowing before any man you're not bowing before statutes you're bowing before the lord jesus christ who is at the right hand of the father and who's holy and he's of the order of melchizedek he's a priest forever they are mine i am the lord anybody who tries to usurp god's presence by have by being bowed to or worshiped to or, or saying that he could forgive sins, that person is committing blasphemy against God. I wouldn't mess with the God that says, they are mine, I am the Lord. I see these words and I go, yes, sir. How high can I jump? Registration of the Levites. The Lord spoke again to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai. He said, record the names of the members of the tribe of Levi by their families and clans. List every male who's one month older or older, older. So Moses listed them just as the Lord had commanded. Levi had three sons whose name was Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Levi. The clans descended from Gershon were named after two of his descendants, Libni and Shemel. The clans descended from Kohath were named after four of his descendants, Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. The clans descended from Merari were named after two of his descendants, Mahli and, and, and Mushi. These were the Levite clans listed according to their family groups. So again, there is a lot of detail here. 
I don't want to bore you uh, with my uh, boring voice and boring rant. And I don't, I'm not saying God's word is boring. There's just a lot of details there. I suggest you just read this on your own. Talking about the descendants of Gershon. I thought that was Moses' son. So sometimes I get a little mixed up on all the different names. I do get mixed up. I'm not super detailed. I wish I was. I'd probably be better at my computer job. Right, Gershon, I thought that was one of Moses' sons. And it's talking about the descendants of Kohath, the descendants of Mary. And it just says, the area in front of the tabernacle in the east towards the sun, okay, towards the sunrise was reserved for the tents of Moses and of Aaron and his sons. So it's in the east towards the sunrise. Is that where Jesus is coming from, from the east? Just like the sun? Doesn't he come from the east? I, I know it says something about that in Revelation too. Revelation as well. He comes from the east. The second coming comes from the east. There was reserved for the tents of Moses and Aaron and his sons, who had the final responsibility for the sanctuary on behalf of the people of Israel. Anyone other than a priest or Levite who went too near the sanctuary was put to death. Okay, so they do have special status. Maybe Moses is a, is a type of Jesus, right? You know, uh, I mean, Jesus is reserved to be at the right hand of the Father, nobody else. I know that probably pick, tick off a lot of other uh, religions, right? You say Jesus is exclusive, it doesn't really bode well with other people. It's not supposed to. When Moses and Aaron counted the Levite clans at the Lord's command, that total numbers 22,000 males one month older, older. So the Levites, right? The Levites were even closer to the tabernacle than the 12 tribes. Remember, David Posse just said that somehow uh, the clans were around the, um, le uh, around the tabernacle. Remember we read this um, in chapter one or chapter two, and it was, it started with all the, it started with, uh, you know, chapter two, verse two, sorry, verse two. And, and it was um, basically, actually, you know what? I should just go to see registration it was registration of israel's troops i think it was chapter two organization for israel's camp so starting from the people in verse two in verse three i'm sorry they were counterclockwise in the order of importance and they're protecting it okay so where was I now here? All right. Redeeming the firstborn son. So verse 39, when Moses and Aaron counted the Levite clans at the Lord's command, the total number is 22,000 males, one month old or older. Verse 40, then the Lord said to Moses, now count all the firstborn sons in Israel who are one month old or older and make a list of their names. The Levites must be reserved for me as substitutes for the firstborn sons of Israel. I am the Lord. And the Levites' livestock must be reserved for me as substitutes for the firstborn livestock of the whole nation of Israel. So the Levites are, are substitutes for those of Israel. I, I can't say I, I understand that. So the Levites are substitutes. Are they sub, they're substitutes? So Moses counted the firstborn sons of the people of Israel just as the Lord had commanded. The number of firstborn sons who were one month old or older was 22,000. 273. 
So the firstborn sons of Israel were 22,273, but the firstborn sons of the Levites was 22,000 males. So there's like, it's like an equal, right? 22,000 Levites, 22,273 um, non-Levite clan sons. And you know, he did say um, in the book of Numbers at the end of 40 years, the, the numbers of Israel um, had lost 1,800. So between Numbers 1 and then the end of Numbers, remember people died in the wilderness, the generation that could not go in because they did not believe except um, Caleb and Joshua. He said the number was less and it was less by 1,800. But he said when they were uh, in Egypt before, it was, remember it started from about uh, Joseph's family and it started, and in, he said 400 years, it was about uh, like in the millions. So somehow in numbers, it really didn't take off. It was everybody, and he said, oh yeah, he did also say, so I'm talking about Mr. Pawson here because I'm definitely getting facts about him that I probably, I don't really see these things clearly, but, but I know he does. So, you know, that's what God has gifted him. And I want to pass that to you. Is that there? Some of the some of the book book of Numbers. He, God didn't want this written. He didn't want this to happen. But the people didn't obey him. They didn't listen to God. You know, o uh, obedience plus learning is salvation. They didn't listen. And I and I I would like to listen. I would like to put aside my di differences and disobedience to God and listen to my heavenly Father. Because it says, so that all will be well with you. All will be well with your soul. Isn't there a song? It is well, it is well with my soul. Is it well with your soul? That's why we're doing this. We want it to be well with your soul. I can't possibly equal Mr. Pawson in intellect, education, the way he speaks. I can only use the one talent that God has given me. But I would like to be well with my soul. I would like to say whatever little bit that I knew, I try to be well with my soul and I try to use my talent. I can read the Bible, so can most people. Let's read it. Together or separately, read it. Just read it. My mother used to read it go, what, what, why is she so absorbed? Now I know. So that it will be well with your soul. That's why we're doing this. To make God happy is to be well with our soul. It's to be holy as God is. He says, I am the Lord. You must be holy as I am holy. To be happy is to be holy. Then the Lord said to Moses, take the Levites as substitutes for the firstborn sons of the people of Israel and take the li livestock of the Levites as substitutes for the firstborn livestock of the people of Israel. The Levites belong to me. I am the Lord. There are 273 more firstborn sons of Israel than there are Levites. To redeem these extra firstborn sons, collect five pieces of silver for each of them, each piece weighing the same as the sanctuary shekel, which equals 20 jeras. Give the silver to Aaron and his sons as the redemption price for the extra firstborn sons, I guess, of Israel. So Moses collected the silver for redeeming the firstborn sons of Israel who exceed the number of Levites. He collected 1,365 pieces of silver on behalf of these firstborn sons, 1,365 pieces. Is that a significant number? I'm just trying to think. I can't think of any other thing. 13.65. Each piece weighed the same as the sanctuary shekel, 
And Moses gave the silver for the redemption to Aaron and his sons, just as the Lord had commanded. I know I haven't said everything that needs to be said, but I hope I said enough. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your patience. God bless you. And may it be well with your soul today and every day before the Lord comes and beyond. God bless you. Amen.